This is the Coffee Commune podcast, where the coffee community comes to collaborate, showcasing today another of our Coffee Commune members. Enjoy. Welcome to the Coffee Commune podcast. My name is Janice Elsley. I'm the General Manager, Partnerships, People and Brand. I'm here with John Solomon, the founder, managing director of Chai. I'm really excited to have you in the studio today. John? Hi, Janice. Thank you for having me. It's exciting to be here. And yeah, I hope we have a good podcast and hope all your viewers and listeners have a great time today. Thanks, John. Now tell me, what does Chai do? All right. So Soulmix is a company that I bought to life a few years ago. And I guess the goal of Soulmix was to bring authentic flavors from all over the world. And Chai is one of my products. And uh, the root, I guess the name itself kind of speaks what it is, but it's broken down into two components, the cha component and the I component. The cha is the root word for tea in a lot of languages. In Japanese, it's ocha, in Mandarin, it's cha, and so on and so forth. But my background being Indian, I was like, how can I, you know, bring that element? Because I wanted the first product to be of something of my origin that I could bring to the Australian population that was authentic, but at the same time was a bit funky. So... Chai was born. You'll actually see that the name, the cha and the I, the I is the conversation you have with tea because the way you drink your tea is very different to how I, I drink it. You might like it with oat. I might like it black, you know. So it was more about how people can enjoy the drink without putting a label of this is how you have it. But most importantly, my goal, I guess, for chai is to just make tea a placeholder where people can sit down and, uh, you know, have that business meeting have that girls' night out or whatever it is just to unwind. Because coffee is about go, go, go. Chai is about taking your time, like just being one with yourself and being in the moment. And I guess that's what we used to do back home in India is um, tea for us wasn't just a beverage, it was a placeholder. I think you really hit the nail on the the coffin there because you said you were talking about why chai, why it's different and, you know, really getting people to unwind, which is different to coffee. So if we were talking about, you know, what problem your business is trying to solve, what would it be? So I guess for Chai, one of the major pain points that I saw um, that was in the market was the, firstly, I'll, I'll talk about beverage as a, as a whole. Um, there was a lot of coffee, um, but there were not many alternatives. And there are people that love coffee and I love coffee too. The thing is, after two coffees, I don't know what to drink. Um, like, oh, there's a certain place that has a coffee that isn't the best. Not like the commune. No, commune <laughs> has such amazing uh, a range, a variety of coffees. So I was like, is there an alternative? <clears throat> so, and the answer was there were chais out there, but they're full of sugars. They're full of additives. Um, and I won't go into the details, but um, they they have a lot of stuff that uh, I felt that wasn't quite authentic and uh, wasn't quite good. So I was like, how can I come up with a with a product that is delicious but also good for you? And you can have four cups a day and um, not feel, um, I guess, bad and you still could feel good inside. So the problem, I guess, I was trying to solve is filling that gap of having an alternative beverage option. Um, but also coming up with um, a beverage that is good for you. Like the chai has got such amazing um, ingredients in it and they're all natural. They have and The ingredients have antioxidant properties and they're good for your health and it has dates in it. So every, who doesn't love dates? 
Uh, but most importantly, it's it's all inclusive, which means someone who has, I guess, a gluten intolerance or they can have that versus someone who just doesn't, um, who's had six coffees already and is shaking and they want to have something else, they can have it too. So, John, I'm really excited because when I met you as a member of the coffee commune, you got me on to chai. You said, you have to come down, Janice, and have one of my chais. And I sat down and we, and we had a chai together and it was absolutely delicious. Now, I'll be honest, I didn't think that when I first had it that I would have ever had chai. You know, that's kind of outside of my vocabulary. But I really actually enjoyed it. I truly enjoyed it to the fact that I still have them now. What I need to ask, though, is I'm not at the commune every day, so I can't get someone behind the counter to make me one. So how do I make it at home? How am I going to make an amazing, delicious chai from you at home? Firstly, thank you for those kind words. It always makes me feel a bit fuzzy inside when people say they love the product because that's why I created the product. I'll just add on to your pain points and making chai at home is one of the biggest pain points consistently for a lot of people because yes, you can, I guess as a kid growing up, it was ritualistic. My mom used to have the tea boiling on the pot. You know, there's there's these aromatics, these flavors, but the chai on Monday would never taste the same as chai on Wednesday. So I never, sometimes it would be a bit sweet. Sometimes it would be a bit more spicy. It was like a surprise chai and I wanted a consistent chai. And I, I'm sure that's what a lot of people in everything that they do, they, they, they crave some sort of consistency. So my goal was how can I make a product that is consistent, but also easy to make. So coming back to your question, we have a method for the cafe where they can easily brew it in a matter of 15, 20 seconds for a customer who's waiting, who wants their chai. But I also have a way, if you want to wind down at home, how to do it. And the commune has been kind enough. We have retail pouches that you can come and buy over here and take them home. And the method would be as simple as putting some water on the pot to boil, adding your chai, which the instructions are all on the pouch, boiling it, adding your choice of milk, or you can have it black. Strain it and yeah, bliss. Now that puts me on to the next point. You just said add the milk. Yeah. Now, I like almond milk and oat milk. Yes. Does that mean that I can also have my chai with almond and oat at home? Going back to what I said about inclusivity and your conversation with chai is I'm lactose intolerant and I struggle if I have a bit of dairy. So I have mine with oat as well. So you can have it black, you can have it with oat, you can have it with hemp, you can have it anything you want as uh, I guess it's chai your way. Yep. Oh, that's fabulous. Well, I'm definitely going to get some to take home, John. So tell me, what's next for you as a business, John? As a business, I've noticed the growth curve is less about selling chai and more about educating people on eating and drinking good. A lot of people, I guess, they want a good product, but at the same time, they don't understand what's in it. And I think it's about educating them about uh, what's... Everyone has it has a certain way of having or digesting a product me, it's about educating, but also growing my product line and continue to bring authentic flavors, be it in chocolates, be it in chais, yeah, be it in anything. So it's about how can I share that passion for food and beverage with people? Yeah. Okay. So we just talked about chocolate. Now, you know, I love chocolate. Yes. So tell me about the chocolate chai. What's it called and what makes it chocolatey? Okay, cool. So... My goal was how can I make chai sexy? Because everyone, when they think chai, they think it's tantric. It's very like boring. There's a lot of rainbows and uh, it's not like that. It's actually, I think that's a bit of a misconception. Chai can be quite cool. Well, Alex, that's my, that's my mission to make it cool. So we have quite a lot you can do with your chai. Like um, you, you touched on chocolate. So we've come up with a product that has, we call it a double hug. 
it's called cheeky chai because everybody loves chocolate and you know chai with it it's like having salted caramel you think like they're not going to go together but you know it it goes it goes amazing so in our chocolate chai we've got organic peruvian cacao with our chai spices and a bit of brown sugar and that i think the balance of the spice the sugar and the chocolate just works holistically works really well the flavors are really rounded but most importantly i think what makes it yummy is the fact that it's something that's familiar but yet it's unique so it keeps you kind of guessing and you go back for the next sip and next thing you know you have an empty cup and you go back for the second cup and the vicious loop continues <laughs> <laughs> so you just said before natural ingredients so there's no preservatives you don't add any preservatives into your chai none of my product and that's what i strive for i strive for no additives no mixers no fillers or so gluten free and coming back to why what i'm trying to do with the sexy component of chai is that we have even have naughty chai which oh. is which is <laughs> what's naughty chai naughty chai is for those people who can't decide whether it's chai or coffee it's like okay let's be a bit naughty let's have both it's a uh, instant coffee mixed with our chai oh, and okay. um yeah you get both those kind of flavors uh, it's not a dirty chai because the dirty chai is uh, i found is quite a uh, it's not balance and i think everything you know taste or everything in balance is good so we have naughty chai too so yeah if anyone's interested in having a naughty chai come say good day <laughs> we'll have a naughty chai together <laughs> we also have sparkling chai which is um our chai syrup that you can you know that you can uh, boil down and uh, have it with sparkling and it's absolutely amazing because it's uh, you don't have to add any drinks uh, so you don't have to add any milk you can have it with sparkling and someone asked me sparkling chai it sounds interesting what does it taste like I said if a lemon lime bitters, a Coca Cola, and a ginger beer had a baby, that would be a sparkling <laughs> chai. God, I love that analogy. Yeah. Now, John, tell me, business goals for the future. Where do you see? So, pretty on a macro level, I would love to see my chai in every household, in every cafe, and in every hand. But most importantly, it's not about selling my product. It's about my product should be kind of non-existent. It should be a feeling because. people never remember a product they remember the feeling the product has given them so i just want to continue to deliver that feeling to people of consistency of goodness and most importantly of uh, yeah if it makes you feel good you do good i believe everything has a domino effect and yeah chai is about i guess just doing good stuff well i think um your product definitely does that i mean the experience that it gave me i definitely went back for another one and another one and i was a non chai drinker so you know whatever you're doing i think you need to keep doing it because it definitely worked on me thank you thank you john so if i'm a cafe owner and i want to get your products into my cafe how hard is it what do i need to do and will you provide me with the support and training and education to be able to make an amazing chai for my customers Yes Janis I'm glad you asked that question training and education is part of what we offer when we roll out our product but it's just the first touch point so after we do train the cafes and the staff I do check in regularly to check in the quality of the product and also see if certain cafes are scaling and their quantities are increasing how we can roll it out faster to the customer base without losing quality so i make it a point to make my onboarding process very simple for cafes or it would start by them contacting me through my website contact page i would have a meeting with them do a quick demo but after that i have a rollout strategy where we have a starter pack where we they don't have to go out and get any tools i provide the tools as long as the minimum orders are met and i train their staff accordingly and yeah that whole process takes less than i guess 10 minutes and for the viewers at home they can buy the products online 
or they can buy it at a lot of participating cafes that have our products as well. And for them, how to make it, we have video tutorials on our Instagram and also on our webpage, www.cha-i.com.au. And we on our pages, we also have different ways that you can brew a chai and it doesn't have to be limited to one. If you're in the office, we've got a method that you can make it in the office with some infusers. If you're at home, we have a method for that. So it was, it's all about how we can make this product accessible and more enjoyable. So John, where can we buy your products from? In Brisbane, we've got a lot of participating cafes. You can buy the retail pouches at cafes, um, but it is also available online Australia-wide. If you, you can head to www.cha-i.com.au and purchase your product there. John, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in the studio today. I've really enjoyed learning more about your products and obviously your business. Please obviously come back anytime and can't wait to have some more chai. Thank you for having me. I have an idea. You ready for this? Yeah. Let's go have some chai. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Coffee Commune podcast. Remember to subscribe and rate this show wherever you're listening. 